Hello, everyone, and welcome to the epic finale of Must Be Dice. Um, epic might be a little wrong because I don't know if we can get more epic than what happened last time. Do we want a little recap? Uh, I'm a. Uh, me and Kyle are proud papas. Okay. That's a lot of little babies. We had roughly. Uh, well, we had about 80, and then a bunch of them died. Yeah. Yeah, some of them caught on fire, but I think we've got a good, like, 40 or 50 left. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's great. Mm -hmm. I'm so happy for you guys. Um, yes. Yeah. We fought a bunch of the uh, red riders. Red mm -hmm. There was a big spider that we killed, or mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. Mud was big and then small again. And, a lot uh, of violence, a lot of fluids. Snake violence. came and pulled mm -hmm. the lever and missed, filled the room. And nobody saw this, but right before... Mm -hmm. <laughs> we passed out. I looked at Kyle. Kyle! Hi. <sighs> you what? You la- What? Finish it! And then you passed out too. Plump. Yeah. <laughs> and then we all passed out. Okay. So that happened, but it's just like- It happened, It was yeah, so yeah. private and It intimate. definitely happened, yeah. <laughs> we ended in darkness, unconsciousness. As you come out of your stupor, you find yourselves laying in sand. Poon is nowhere to be seen. Mud is nowhere to be seen. Encircling you is a large makeshift ring of shipping containers. Looking out, you surmise that you are now in the cargo bay of uh, the Red Rider's ship. Uh, those same yellow banana ships uh, that you flew in on are lining this second level floor. Also on that platform, you see scores of creatures, big and small, all different species, all wearing the same signature red jackets of the Red Riders. They're all kind of looking down at you. Some of them are jeering. They all seem kind of excited. Do you think that they made them all themselves or they outsourced it? I don't know. It seems like standard issue equipment for a crowd like this. Gooch, where are you? I'm here. Have you guys seen my kids? Oh, yeah. Also, your kids are nowhere to be yeah. found as well. Do you guys know where they went? No, where's... Tristan, Kaya, Justice. <laughs> Justice? Where are they? I think I saw Benjamin going down the hall. Benny boy! Out. <laughs> what about Lil Chill? Oh, yeah, Lil Chill Kyle. Oh, um, man. So in the sand around you, you see oddly, although your, your compatriots are nowhere to be found, you do have your weapons. They're laying in the sand. We got Ort Slab. We got the caster rifle. Your wrench. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there it is. You're, you're still equipped with your weapons. You find that odd. Uh, then, on the wall to your left, you notice something rather alarming. The carcasses of great beasts have been mounted in a row, all stripped of flesh, but still covered in dried blood. The skeleton of a huge bird, wings splayed out to either side. The shell of a long centipede-like behemoth curled into a spiral. The skull of a great cat, three rows of razor-sharp fangs lining its jaws. I recognize that bird. That's from my home world. A Sibian mammoth vulture. <laughs> what? Sibian mammoth vulture. Oh, okay. It's the apex predator on my planet. And something here managed to take it down. So what are you guys doing? Are, are you all just laying there? Are you going to stand up? Like, what's going on? Yeah, I think I'm kind of like, you know, getting up to a little bit, like sitting. Maybe my legs are out to the side because I'm like looking around, trying to understand what I'm looking at. Pick up a gun. <laughs> yeah, or it uses the or slab to like kind of lift himself off the ground. Gooch gets up and he's holding his wrench at the ready. 
doesn't know exactly what to expect. Kyle has no idea what's going on. Kyle, yeah. I feel like Kyle is maybe focused on Washburn. Yeah. Seeing if Kyle she's like is just staring at Washburn, thinking about like what kind of wallpaper for the baby's room. Okay, just right back right. to it. Yeah. yeah. Kyle, as our Red Rider Recon Commando unit, what's going on here? I'm trying, I'm trying to think. Maybe, I mean, we want to be gender neutral, but the ducks, that yellow might clash with everything. He's lost his mind. No. Wait, oh, I'm sorry, uh, what'd you say? What's going on here? You're the former Red Rider. What's happening? Where are we? Oh, gosh. Well, my dearest, it appears like uh, we are in the arena where we're going to be forced to battle some sort of disgusting, ferocious beast for our very lives. Uh, And as Kyle says this, you hear all of the Red Riders up on this balcony start stomping their feet in unison. And as this rhythm picks up, you notice that on the opposite side of the ring, a lone shipping container sits separate from the rest within the arena. Two Red Riders hop down onto it, continuing their stomps. They're mm-hmm. stomping on top of the shipping container. And you and you see the shipping container starts to rock. Oh. Clearly there's something massive inside of it. Oh shit. And y'all see this. Uh, do you piss your pants or what? Uh, I think I, you know, I, I picked up my rifle and now I'm kind of just like holding it in position. Mm-hmm. The grip strength and You're tighten preparing. on the right. You know yeah. what's We're about preparing. to happen. I drop into a squat and stand back up again to kind of crack the dried afterbirth off of my pants. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that is, uh, I guess we <clears throat> should say, y'all are still kind of uh, some some splatters of inky blackness, other splatters of orange and greenness. You you almost look like you're painted head to toe like camouflage in the Predator or something. <laughs> um, and so you see these red riders. They're stomping. The shipping containers <coughs> rocking. They kind of reach down in the front. There's this big latch. They pull the latch, and just as that latch separates, the two front doors just slam open, bending at their hinges, and out comes a huge great white ape with giant just stumps for front arms, kind of tiny little legs in the back. <laughs> it's kind of resting, standing on its front, well, I guess legs. They, they are arms, but its lower torso is, is very small. Um, so it's just kind of hovering there. And it immediately looks back behind it and just in one swipe, <laughs> takes out both of the red riders that were on top of the crate just splattering them, like oh not gosh. not not launching them, just like you know, like squashing. So this above. is not their like trained beast ape or anything. No, oh. not at all. But but in response to the splattering, all of the red riders up on the ramparts just start cheering. Yeah, bloodshed. Yeah. They didn't even care about their kind. Mm-mm. Oh my gosh. Um, what a reckless bunch. Mm. Yeah. yeah. After this swipe, uh, this this big beast kind of just starts. Stomping, stomping with its hands. It breathes in, arcing its back, and goes. <laughs> and you can see that it, it's kind of expanded and contracted this big kind of gullet on its neck. Look at the sack on that thing. Oh, Jesus. It's speaking, it's doing the same call as the the frog people. This must be the guardian those weirdos were talking about. Yeah, you do recognize that although the fake one, the the instrument-based one from back 
in the beginning when you first landed that saved you from those giant birds. The burbs, yeah. Uh, the call sounds very much the same, uh, but this one is much deeper, much more vicious, uh, much more of a roar than a horn call. It's just... <laughs> and, they, and every time it blub, blub, blubs, the, the, the gullet kind of... And it's looking around almost enraged. You can see that even though it's this great strong beast that just smashed these red riders, it's worn. It's covered in scars. It's got a huge festering bite mark on its shoulder. Two fangs that seem to match that great cat with that skull is mounted mm-hmm. on the wall. Right next to these bite marks on its shoulder, you can see it's got this huge collar around its neck. Uh, and as you notice this collar, you see it kind of flash red and it's... it's and the, the ape kind of just like cranes and screams in pain and then starts slamming its fists down again and, and is looking around, looking for uh, what maybe it's been trained to fight. And it doesn't see a great beast anywhere, but it locks eyes on the three of you and it, it just kind of starts breathing. Should we roll for initiative? <laughs> <laughs> uh, good call, because as Gooch kind of breaks the fourth wall and whispers that <laughs> someone, uh, it breaks. It breaks into a dead sprint and just starts bolting for you. Oh, cool, and it's like gorilla runs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah roll for initiative. Four. Six. Eighteen. Oh, Gooch. And Gooch, I think maybe you found like a new energy having just, uh, you know, Given mm-hmm. birth to this creature or to these many, many creatures. Light on my feet? Yeah, you're light on your feet. You react first. Okay. He gets up, determined. By the way, this ape still is pretty far from you. Okay. It's coming in a dead sprint, but it's right. not gonna get to you. He, this he just watches it stony as it as it's running towards him. He picks up his wrench. He looks at it. He looks back up at the beast. And then he out of all of his back orifices, a little of, oh. of of, of fear fluid comes out. Okay. And then he collapses into a puddle oh, and just no. slowly skitters away. Okay, in the opposite direction. Yes, okay. that's it, or just to the side. That's okay, like that's okay. his first reaction. So your reaction is to separate from the fight. And run away. Okay, okay, good to know. He'll be back, he'll be back. <laughs> What's the fear fluid smell like? <clears throat> what? Oh, the fear fluid? Yeah. It's actually quite refreshing. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. It's like it's like uh, like orange peels and roses and stuff. Oh, fresh cut grass. Cool. Wait, is this? We didn't know this. That all of the fluids Goose produces uh, smell great. No, God, no. Oh, oh okay. no, they're nightmarish. But just the fear <laughs> one's all right. All right, okay. cool. Uh, maybe it's a disarming thing. It, yeah, it calms the predators. Exactly. All right, so uh, you're quick to react <laughs> with fear and using and, that and flight that early initiative. Um, and this ape just keeps charging. Towards you, it 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 opens its mouth with a, oh, oh, and it bears these huge fangs, um, and it comes up on you, and uh, you didn't get much distance because in your in your slithering uh, movement, it's not very good. No, it is. It comes on top of Gooch, uh, Washburn oh, no. in Fort, <laughs> oh, okay. and it just kind of does this huge arcing jump, and and comes and slams down its feet, or I guess its legs. 
Oh, uh, oh, baby! Is that our first one? <coughs> yeah, that but is it's our an enemy. Snap. Is it a Winston ultimate? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Basically, it comes down. It looks like it's going to kind of slam its big, stompy fists right on top of you guys. But just before it brings its arms up, lands on its uh, little stumpy feet, and then uh, kind of swings in a in a cross arms forward like it's almost like a hug mm-hmm. uh, and it, it it catches Ort and Washburn luckily uh, Gooch had shrunk down to the mm-hmm. floor so it, it sweeps over you feel the wind mm-hmm. from the impact and uh, this great ape just smashes Ugh. the two of you and it is devastatingly painful you are very thick skinned thick boned, thick everything strong skin so it hurts a lot but Washburn, it's a different story. Uh, you are a human, but mm-hmm. also you are full of cybernetic implants. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of your interior has been replaced by metals and things like that. So, and, and luckily, Ort is wider than you are as well. So you don't get smashed, but you do get hit by that initial, uh, that initial swing and it rocks you real hard. And then you kind of bounce off the other, the other arm Luckily, you were not smashed because Ort's huge frame uh, prevented that from happening, but it was a very close call. But you're not, nothing broke because most of your joints are, are uh, made out of titanium or mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> um, but it, it did fuck both of you up. Ooh. You two are disoriented. Uh, Washburn, you're up. Um, I'm just gonna shoot it with my caster rifle. Just gonna All take right. a shot. I'm what are you aiming shot. for? It's got a big ass face. How big is the face? Uh, let's say it's the like size of this table. Okay. It's a big face. It's a big, a big face. face. This is sh- a huge fucking ape. I want to shoot it in its eye. In its eye? Uh-huh. All right, cool. Give it a roll. Five. <laughs> <laughs> it's a five. All right. You, having been disoriented by this big hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, your vision is kind of swimming. Um, you know, you did get knocked in the noggin again, so who knows what kind of language or accent you're going to have mm-hmm. uh, when you come out of this. <laughs> yeah. uh, but so you kind of just instinctively bring up your caster rifle and shoot it off. Um, don't even don't even sight it because it's so close. Just as you as you've done many times before, quick reaction. But because your head's kind of swimming and stuff, it shoots off. And instead of going into its eye, it goes right up into its oh. nostril. And you can see that it, it, it plucks and singes a few of its thick nose hairs. Uh-huh. And the ape kind of... <laughs> it it kind of squints its face, kind of cur- like curls its nose up and... And brings its arms apart. And, and it, and it kind of falls back, but then you, you kind of see it go... And then... And, 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 uh, yeah, I guess so. so it went up the nose, down the throat, and then, and then nice. it spits it out. He just kind of shakes his head and just kind of does another. Uh, I think you you have another another movement because that was so, that was so quick and. And where is? Uh, Ort is like almost immediately behind you. Ort he is kind of me. Uh, so you two were almost next to each other, but when the arms got slammed in, you kind of got single filed. Yeah. So yeah. So you are. Just a few feet in front of Ward. Okay, so I, it was like had my shoulders. They yeah, were like yeah, yeah. The width, that was the width that we had. Yeah, yeah. Basically, <laughs> okay. it's like you. Uh, I was like wedged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like when a really big guy tries to fit through a small door. That's yeah. kind of the the form that Ort has taken. 
I am going to, yeah, then I just quickly turn around and go like, and then I want to shoot one of its little like arms just to like maybe loosen him up a little bit. Okay, he brought his arms back. Oh, so he it, already released him? You shot him in the nose. Yeah. So he brought his arms back and he kind of took a few steps back. Uh, so he's like uh, 10, 15 feet in front of you now. Oh, right. Okay. I'm just going to shoot him again. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, this 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 ape is huge. He's going to take a lot of shooting, a lot of cutting. You know, this isn't going to be a one and done like with one of those little red riders. So I think right. just filling it full of slugs is is a great call. Yeah, I'm just going to shoot it again. That's okay. what I got to do. Give it another roll. All right. It's 11. Okay. So the, the ape is kind of, uh, you know, it got flustered with its nose. It took a few steps back. You're able to side up this time. You shoot, uh, and you get it right through one of the ribs. You can see it pierces, um, and uh, it forms a little hole. So this is kind of good intel. It doesn't have skin like orc. It's not stony. It's still kind of a mushy, kind of mammalian, mammalian mm-hmm. uh, type creature. And it takes this shot, but it doesn't even really seem to notice. It's just kind of, it makes it angrier. Mm-hmm. Um, but you did, you did land a solid shot on it. All right, Ort, you're up. Okay, Ort's still a little bit disoriented. It was a hell of a blow. Mm-hmm. And uh, so in that, in that blind confusion, he's just gonna charge forward straight at the ape. Okay. <laughs> Swinging at a, where is it? Like just in an ape stance right now? Or is it kind of uh, just like? It's kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, uh, it, it kind of fell back, so it's on its, it's on its smaller hind legs, and its and its big arms are kind of rested in the sand on either either side of it. So he's gonna go for straight down the middle towards those little legs. Just try to like swing at his midsection. Okay, just a big old swing, like he's chopping a tree. So Washburn is directly in front of you. Okay. Uh, so give it a roll first for darting by. Who? Nineteen. Okay, oh. perfect. So you you two have worked in tandem together a yeah. lot. You. Uh, even though disoriented, you know <laughs> that your partner is right there. Yeah. I just, you said you go into a dead sprint, so yeah, I, yeah. we just had to check. Yeah. Um, so naturally, as what would normally happen, uh, you just dart right around Washburn. Yeah. He says, no excuse me, deal. XO? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dead sprint straight towards the ape. And uh, what did you say you wanted to do? Just going to take a big swing at its midsection, like chopping a big old tree back home. Okay. All forearms. All forearms. Okay. okay. Every time. Every time. Every time. <laughs> 14. 14. All right. In your dead sprint, your long legs, you get right up to the safe and you give it a big swing and you catch it through. It, this is a big ape, but it's, you know, it's got long legs, it's, it's it's big, so you don't you don't get the the entire shaft of uh, of the sword through it, but but the front tip slices it right across the chest, uh, opening it up wide. You can see the rib cage coming through. Um, Blood splatters you on the face, splatters the sand, covers your sword. Uh, And one thing you do notice is it, your sword is charged way the fuck up. Because if you recall, uh, in your fight in the med bay, um, you got a lot of hits in. But since it's been a while, the, the glow of the sword kind of dimmed, so maybe you uh, didn't recall that. But with this hit, it lights up. And, the, and, and your, oh. your orc slab is, is just glowing and resonating. And it's got so much energy inside of it that you can feel it vibrating through the hilt. 
and it's and it's not just when it when it hit it did the it's you can hear it it's vibrating it's got a um all right uh gooch you are up he looks at his wrench he looks up at the beast and he just flings it as hard as he can at that chest cavity with all his might with all my might okay give it a roll I mean, I just gave birth, but well, with everything I got. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Really? Uh, that is a critical oh, fail. That's a one. Oh my god. Um, Does it? Fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It so me? goes backwards. <laughs> you are a slippery guy. Yeah. Um, and I think a, a lot of your tools back on the ship mm-hmm. were were kind of designed to yeah. accommodate that. Yeah. Uh, and this wrench you have actually has some some little slits uh, and holes in mm-hmm. it for you to kind of uh, form your tentacles through so that you get a good grip on it. It's not going to slip out. Uh, in the moment, in your uh, you know post-pregnancy uh, mm-hmm. uh, glow. Yeah, glow. Uh, you forget to do that. So you're you're just gripping it like a normal creature yeah. with with a normal hand would grip this wrench, and so uh, as you as you arc yeah. your arm back, mm-hmm. you don't even get you don't even get the throw. As you arc your arm back, you just hear a, and and suddenly the wrench is gone from your hand, tumbling away. What? Yeah, and it uh, made, let's say like 15 <laughs> feet behind you uh, in the it. sand, it tumbles. Great, thank you. All right, so this ape. Uh, this great white beast. It took a shot to the nose. Uh, you know, kind of. It's you can see its eyes are watering. It took a shot to the <clears> ribs. <throat> its it, uh, blood is trickling down, and it took this great gash across the chest. But you can see that this thing has is covered in scars. This thing has been here. We can surmise for months since. Uh, you know. The townspeople from Pagan said that it went missing. This is where it's been. And since that time, it has been in this arena battling great beast after great beast. Uh, or, you know, maybe sometimes just innocent creatures. Uh, who knows? There, there's only three great skeletons on the wall. So even though it's got a gunshot through the ribs, it's got a sliced chest, uh, it's still just ready to go. It's not even thinking about it. You can see burn marks all around the collar uh, that this thing it's basically been conditioned to kill and nothing else. This beast just in stride looks down at Ort and and brings its arm uh, which it kind of almost has like flat hammer like fists that it can just slam down. It brings its arm down right on top of Ort who's uh, coincidentally positioned himself Right in range of this of this uh, slam attack. Uh oh! <laughs> and it gets a sixteen. Um, so like a nail into a board. In a gray. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this hammer fist just slams straight down on top of you. You're kind of positioned uh, with your arms up because you went from an uh, uh, like a uh, from down into an upward upward arc, and so you're also kind of looking up and you see this this big flat. Bony, <laughs> thick fist just come down straight, and and it it fills your vision. It completely covers your vision, oh, um, and your entire body uh, fills with s- sadness, sadness, and pain <laughs> um, as you are just smashed 
down into the sand. Like a crater? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Shaped like a fist? Um, Yeah, you feel (laughs) bones dislocating. You feel muscles being uh, stretched to to extremes. Your whole body is just rocked by this slam. Oh, Captain, down! (laughs) And from uh, Washburn and Gucci's perspective, uh, you cannot see Ort anymore. He's yeah. dead. Uh, it, it's it's like just, a magic trick? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. a magic trick. There's just a fist on top of sand, and that is all. <laughs> um, Are you okay, Cap? <laughs> Walk it off. <laughs> Walk it off. Yeah, and you do, the the, the ape does kind of uh, sit there for just a just Could a quick grind moment. Grind it in a little bit. Yeah, grind it a little bit, and both of you do hear, <laughs> and then it brings its fist up again, opens its <clears> hand, <throat> grabs Ort, and just... Flings oh no! You just go spinning off. Uh, <laughs> let, let's say like twenty feet away. Oh my uh, god! And the ape now sets its sights on Washburn, and kind of goes into another leap towards you. Hey everyone! I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that RTX 2023 is happening this July 7th through July 9th. RTX is our favorite time of the year, where we get to interact with all the amazing people that give us the opportunity to make content. It's a celebration of all things Rooster Teeth, with panels, special guests, community artists, cosplay, and more. There'll be exclusive reveals, meet and greets with Rooster Teeth talent, and special merch available only during the event. We're changing up how the convention feels this year, and it's going to be awesome. Imagine a mini Epcot-style convention show floor, with different attractions and activations from your favorite Rooster Teeth brands, all wrapped up in a summer camp theme. It's the summer camp for indoor kids with Face Jam's Rat and Grackle Pub, a Red Web escape room, a Fuckface Museum, a Cheap and Hunter mini golf, and even more cool stuff to do that we're saving for attendees to experience, like the Funhouse stuff. Thanks for listening to us get very excited about RTX. We're looking forward to meeting all of you there. Head on over to www.rtxaustin.com to get more information about the event and buy your badge. Ooh-hoo. Hi, I'm Barbara. And I'm Blaine. Do you like dungeons? You like dragons. Do you like dungeons and dragons? Ooh, baby, we got the podcast for you. It's called Tales, Tales from, from the, the Stinky Dragon. Dragon. Our D&D shows, and like other D&D shows, it's better. Yeah, those other D&D shows can take a hike because on Tales, Tales from, from the, the Stinky, Stinky Dragon, Dragon, we've got a soundtrack, sound effects, and a fully voiced cast of characters. It's like a radio play, if you even know what a radio play is. Heck, we might even have characters voiced by people from those other D&D shows that aren't as good as our show. You know, the show called Tales, Tales from, from the, the Stinky, Stinky Dragon. Dragon. So give us a listen wherever you consume podcast we're starting our second campaign with a new setting new characters so it's the perfect time to jump on into tales from, from the stinky dragon washburn you're up this ape is currently kind of hurling itself towards you yeah i'm gonna uh use my the fastest scanning i've ever done in my mm, life and okay. i want to look for any quick weak points because i'm gonna shoot it with uh like a slew of like incendiaries okay so i want to do it strategically your scan is instant. You know, you got inside your uh, cybernetic eyeballs are little computers. It's just immediate. Um, and it does a quick overall scan of this ape. And it, it notices some scars. These are just surface level injuries. Um, but it kind of hones in on this festering bite wound um, that, and, and, and in your analysis, you know, it also scans their surroundings. It sees that it matches the skull of that that great cat on the wall. And it's it's very infected. It's it's just festering. You can almost, you know, with your with your hypervision, you zoom in, you can see that there are like worms and creatures and stuff. Ooh. Like this Nasty. thing is just disgusting. Disgusting, yeah. That's and foul. clearly open and So I lock on 
I go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Three. <laughs> Three. Four. Okay. Five. Okay, so five shots, yeah. you said? All right. Roll five times. Five times. Eight. Sixteen. Eleven. Seventeen. Seven. All right. It's a mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you're specifically aiming for yeah. this festering wound. This I want to set it ablaze. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Uh-oh. out of your five <coughs> shots, four of those land. Yes, um, nice. The, one of them is almost, a little off the mark, and then the fifth one kind of gets it just right in the chest. Which, although your analysis, you know, said the the wound is the uh, mo- like the biggest weakness, mm-hmm. and an open a fresh open wound is also a good weakness. Yeah. Uh, so even though you were uh, a few of your shots were a little off the mark, all of them hit true right on the ape. They all splatter open. Um, the 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 field of each of these shots it kind of splatters into kind of a like a foot a uh-huh. foot wide of, of flaming goo. Three of them kind of just uh, spot this thing in a, in a little triangle of circles, you could say, mm-hmm. kind of covering the the majority of this wound. Um, the other two covering the majority of Ort's slash that he just made, and they light up, and you hear hissing and, and sizzling, and this ape. Nice. Its mm-hmm. eyes that were on you as, as it was charging in just kind of roll back, and it lets out uh, this huge growl uh, slash roar slash shriek. Just um, and it lights up, and it just starts like flailing around, nice, crazily slamming its fists, like rolling. It doesn't know, it, like it is now just in pain. Rolling around, doesn't know what's going on. That is currently what's happening uh, as Ort kind of skids to a stop <laughs> uh, about 15, 20 feet away. Ugh. His bottom left arm is dislocated from the shoulder socket. Okay. So it's kind of just like at a weird angle. And kind of wobbling, uh-huh. yeah. dangling. It's the smaller one underneath the big one. But it's, okay. all like, it's, it's all like Oh, so all four of your arms aren't the same size? That's it. I think like the bigger ones. The bigger the ones top are on ones top. Are bigger, <laughs> and then like yeah, yeah. Slightly smaller ones. Than okay, just but they're so very functional still. Yeah, except, except for the muscly, one that's all like. like a cat. Oh, wow, cool. look at that. Or like picks himself up off the ground, and he notices <laughs> one of his arms is fucked up, so he's gonna quickly just give that a yank with his big right arm. Okay. Pull it back into place. You the hear a little pop. He goes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like the ape. Yeah. yeah. Oh. 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 Oh, <laughs> he starts doing some of that. Does he say, or, 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 or. He's turned into a wild boy. Uh, so how far away am I from the ape now? Uh, about 15, 20 feet. 15, you could make it over there. So Ort picks himself up. He pops that dislocated lower left arm back into place. And he looks over and see a perfectly arched ape back. Oh. Just ripe for climbing on. Oh, okay. So Ort right. is going to... Just make a beeline for the ape and try to jump up on its back. Awesome. Give it a roll. What? <laughs> 16. Oh, <my> God. <laughs> <laughs> Now, as you're running, uh, you're seeing before you visions of this past experience outside your shit. 
when you landed prostate in the mud, in the muck, in the mire. In the auditorium, when you tried to do that cool move off the Ottomans and they slipped out and snapped your ankles. So embarrassing. Um, Every time throughout all your life, when people told you that you were just a big lug and you couldn't be cool and agile like all those other kids. I am cool. You see that and it coalesces into a beautiful leap. It's like that scene in Space Jam. Michael Jordan's His arm gets really long. Yeah, yeah, your arms kind of weirdly extend out for no reason at all. And you land perfectly in the arched back of this great white ape. And you, all four of your arms grapple right onto this big collar. And you can feel it. Uh, you feel heat kind of emanating off of it. On, a, on the inside, it kind of sizzles you. But it's not actively, you know, burning right now. But you see that this is the device that's cr- uh, that's keeping this ape, that's turned this great protector into this vicious, mindless beast. So you land, like you're it. grappling this thing. You have squarely mounted this great ape. Okay, so he's on the back, or it's gonna just grip real tight with his thighs, not just okay. on the, the muscle back there. Okay, yeah, yeah the on his last. Yeah, and then with the rest of his arms, he's gonna take a big old swing at the collar. Yeah, he's gonna do that, and let's hope it connects. Okay, give it a roll. <laughs> Was that a nine? Yeah. Okay, so although your swing Whoa. is, you know, you're gripping onto the lats of this great ape, your swing wasn't perfect, but we know that this blade is charged to all hell. It doesn't need accuracy. It doesn't need precision. Oh, that's good. You pull that trigger, and both you, the ape, and this collar are all blasted with this huge force of energy. It's not this explosion of fire. It's just all of this sort of energy blasts out, and you see the ape's neck snap sideways. Uh, you feel your head and body snap backwards, uh, and it launches you backwards off this ape. Uh, But what you also see is one of the joints in this collar just snap, and this thing goes flying. Uh, And beneath it, you can see just scarred, uh, shriveled skin that from months of being singed over and over. And as this happens, you kind of in that moment hear the ape let out like a moan, like like as though all of this pain from these past few months, all of this torture, all of this torment, um, it kind of feels this release because it feels this kind of uh, squeezing that's been on its neck this whole time, just kind of release. And the ape, although it's still in flames and shrieking, <laughs> it does kind of acknowledge what just happened. And just as this happens, um, you kind of majestically land down in this perfect performance, kind of in your, you know. Oh, three-point landing. Yeah, three-point landing, Oops. classic. The ape kind of goes sideways, kind of stumbles around. But what you also see is one of the joints that are that's clasping this collar together snaps. And as this wave extends, it's thrown you, it's thrown the head of the ape, it's thrown off this collar, this great forest. <laughs> also just stamps out, just puffs out all of the incendiaries. The incendiaries did their did their thing. They distracted the ape, but it's, you see kind of steam and uh, mist kind of sizzle off of it. The incendiaries have been put out and this ape kind of stumbles, <sighs> panting 
and it kind of looks up uh, like with this rage, like it's still kind of locked in this rage, but then it looks around, it looks at all of you, and its face kind of softens, and then it kind of droops into this just great sorrow. And you can tell that this ape is kind of coming back to who it was, this great protector. It's remembering its cause and what it uh, has been doing these past few months, and it just kind of washes over with sorrow and just slouches down. Or it walks up. (laughs) (laughs) And in this moment of silence, um, all of the Red Riders that this whole time have been hooping and hollering, calling for for bloodshed and for your death, um, they all kind of still. In this stilled silence, it's interrupted by a huge explosion. Up on the ramparts, Oh, you see flames and a big plume of smoke billowing from the audience. The bloody charred remains of a dozen red riders falling down from their platform onto the sand. The surrounding red riders scatter from the blast. They don't know what's going on. They see the ape's collar has been removed, which is pretty much the only thing that had been controlling it. Many of their teammates have now been blown to shreds. Uh, They start to scatter. And from the smoke, a lone figure shoots out over the arena, smoke trailing in wisps from behind. It's Poon! He's what? got a jetpack strapped to his back, <laughs> pistols in both hands, and a little toddler carrier with mud what? in the front, going, ah! Oh! down an adorable little hell. And you see him as he spins in, in, in a 180, he kind of winks at you guys and he goes, I love violence! <laughs> and he turns and just starts unloading his pistols on uh, on the, the right. crowd of Red Riders that he that he oh had just God. flown Jesus. over. It really does love violence. And uh, y'all are just stunned. You're, you're looking up seeing him. I can't say I condone this. <laughs> <laughs> this amount of bloodshed. Does, does he have a new tattoo that says no rag rats? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's bleeding and it's, he kind of cut it's it into fresh, himself. Yeah. No rag rats. My warning was on deaf ears. <laughs> now, Poon doesn't notice at first, uh, but the force of these guns that he's just unloading into these fleeing uh, red riders immediately affects the stability of his jetpack. Uh, and the jetpack starts to overcorrect, and his shots go wide as he starts to arc back, arc backwards, and then arc down. And you hear him give a little shit right before <laughs> he slams into the sand and just tumbles, tumbles, tumbles. Um, and luckily, you see mud just kind of pop out right as he hits, and mud just kind of slides to a skittering stop and kind of shakes Ooh, the sand out of him. Yeah, <laughs> Poon is not so lucky. Uh, as he's rolling and tumbling, you hear mini snaps. Oh, um, oh no. Until the jetpack's blasters just kind of putter out, and you see him laying there, uh, and it's very clear that uh, both of his legs uh, have oh, no. broken in multiple points, kind no. of angled out in weird, kind of, they almost look kind of like furled fingers. Oh. Um, little poon? Little poon. Oh, and he just lays there, and he's like, oh. Hey guys. Food. You saved us? <laughs> I mean, you kind of you kind of saved us already, right? You yeah. Poon showed up though, and that's yeah. what's important in a crew. Poon mm-hmm. showed up. Poon showed up. Poon showed up. Poon showed up. He's and he and he coughs up a little bit of blood. <laughs> uh like he he tries to say thank you. He's uh, th- and coughs up some blood. 
goes, oh, no. I, I did it. I just did this with my arm. Sir, somebody hold his torso. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you, you come and you get over Poon. Yeah, here. Washburn, grab his arms. Yeah, grab his arms. What are we doing to him? I'm just going to give those legs a nice, firm yank. Back yeah, and, into- I, and I'm going to give him some motherly love, so yeah. he's gonna, it's going to go well for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we don't need a roll for this because his legs, <laughs> they're not dislocated. Nope, they're broken. Uh, the bones are very much fractured in multiple <laughs> places. Um, so you, you grab him by the ankles and you just pull his legs straight um, and you hear more kind of not snapping, but just kind of bones colliding Crunching. with each other as you pull out his legs, and they definitely pull longer than they should be. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you let them let go, they kind of rubber band back oh, in, fuck. and he's just kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> um, and you can see all around you the the red riders are just in chaos. They're running, um, and this great ape kind of looks over uh, at at the three of you, and then he looks down, uh, and he sees Poon, and you hear kind of a, and he, and he immediately forgets about his wounds, forgets about everything, and kind of comes over and opens his hands and uh, kind of scoops under the sand, picks up Poon, and lifts him up to his face, and the sand is falling through his fingers, uh, and he just, he looks at, he, he looks into Poon's eyes, and who kind of opens his eyes and through all the pain he kind of lets out a smile and he says great protector there you are mm. yeah that gets me that even gets me does that get gooch or does it no, get no it gets gooch oh okay Kyle doesn't know what's going on yeah Kyle is just kind of yeah he's thinking about charter schools yeah. versus public <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, as this sweet little moment is happening you can see that most of these red riders had have fled. Uh, the big cargo bay door has opened and uh, kind of uh, over over the, the shipping containers, you can see them all just piling out of these doors because, you know, they saw what you guys did. The word spread from what you guys did in the med bay. Uh, a dozen of their, their people were just blown to shreds by this little salamander thing. And most of all, this ape that can fuck shit up uh, is now, now free. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and kind of on our side a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and on y'all's on side. side. They, they've, they've seen this tender moment that y'all are having. They know that uh, shit's not going well. And they are just they just pour out of this cargo bay door. Um, and y'all are left alone in uh, in this big ship. With the uh, ape? With this big great ape. Captain Orr walks up to it and says, Ort, friend. <laughs> <laughs> Good friend, Ort. And the ape kind of looks down and he goes, What's up, Ort? <laughs> oh. Well, the collar oh, was like speak. a speech inhibitor. I guess so. Uh, n- nothing. <laughs> nice to meet you. I'm the great protector. Oh, well, salutations, great protector. <laughs> Glad we could come help. Yes. Thank you so much for removing that collar. <laughs> <laughs> Gooch, Gooch hasn't been paying attention, so he picks up his wrench and just flings at it. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> it, it just kind of dings yeah. off of his head, and he like the great ape does it. He's like, oh, "Good yes. one, little guy." Captain. Yes, Washburn. I, I think we need to get the little poon to the his village so he can get some medical help. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yes, great protector. Get out of here. We must get you back home, and we must bring poon back too. The great ape kind of looks around and goes, "Yes, poon is the priority." <laughs> uh, 
right. Hell yeah. All right. I really don't. I have no idea where they're going. We got to get him back to Bagan. But we're so far away. It will take days. Yeah, what are we going to do? Well, luckily, we've got the key to getting out of here promptly. Washburn, the hypercube. I pull it out of like my shawl that I tucked it into earlier. What the hell is that? It's the fuel we need to get out of here. Oh, how long will it take us to get to Bagan? I don't know, however fast this ship flies. Six minutes. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) all right. Let's do this. Um, and then cut to like, ship, yeah. yeah, cut to montage of them marching to, uh, you know, to the engine room. Kind of 80s montage transitions. You guys get to the mm-hmm. engine room. Gooch has no idea what to do with the cube, uh, but y'all figure it out. You get the cube in, powered up. The great ape and poon are staying in the, uh, you know, in the cargo bay. He's just kind of nurturing him, stroking yeah. his cheeks stroking with his giant poon. pinky. Stroking that poon with a giant mm-hmm. pinky. Mm-hmm. You get to the command deck, all systems nominal, everything, and you're flying back in your brand new big red rocket. Shit, yeah. that's a... No, that's good. That's a penis thing, too. <laughs> yeah, you can't oh. I just remember that everything <laughs> no is genital. Don't worry about no um, Starwipe to y'all are, y'all have f- flown across, uh, made quick work of that hour-long trip. You're mm-hmm. there in minutes, uh, and you're coming in uh, over Bagan, and as you're coming in, uh, you notice something a little strange, is that there seems to be a few more uh, kind of smoke clouds coming from, hmm. you know, it, it was an active city, but kind of seems <coughs> like maybe there are a few more fires than there were last time you were here. As you kind of descend down to ground level, you start to see through your externals, um, there's a lot going on. Uh, instead of uh, when, when you first passed through, there was a lot of, uh, you know, people going about their business, markets, selling, and this whole active town. Um, you're seeing a lot of things like groups of people huddled on tops of roofs with uh, kind of makeshift uh, wall barricades made mm-hmm. against doors, um, multiple buildings on fire, a lot of corpses all over the ground just kind of wiggling. And you also see hundreds and hundreds of little fetuses skittering about up walls, through the streets. Mm-hmm. We were wondering where uh, those, uh, where all of uh, Gucci's children went. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Um, they made it out of the ship safely. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, and they uh, have made it basically across the entire continent. Mm-hmm. Uh, Did I not point. tell you guys that? That when I give birth, all of my like hundreds of, of offspring, they just infect whatever species is dominant and they sort of take over and then they go from planet to planet, uh, kind of decimating things all the way? No, I didn't think I saw that in your resume. You forgot about at, that? Yeah. Eh, well, live and learn. As you come down, uh, you, you decide that it's probably not the safest thing to actually land. Um, so you're kind of hovering above the ground, um, and the great bay doors open. You can see it on your monitors. Uh, Poon and the ape are there. On your guys' trip, you actually uh, gave the great ape a bunch of the uh, supplies from the medical bay, mm-hmm. uh, and you can see the great ape kind of standing there, kind of excited to rejoin uh, the citizens of Bacan. Uh, and standing next to him is Poon. Uh, just covered in casts mm-hmm. uh, from head to toe with these cute little crutches, just kind of standing there. Uh, but he's looking <clears> hesitant. <throat> um, 
you know, he's he's being brought back, but but he, you know, he he came on his own accord. Uh, and so as the docking bay doors open, even though the you know the cameras aren't super high res, you can see horror mm-hmm. wash over the great ape's face. But you know, luckily for you guys, this ape doesn't know where these fetuses come from, yeah. and he just kind of hops out and gets to work. Um, you see him kind of go out, start smashing little fetuses, uh, and you know he takes care of a number of them, a number of them, but they're so small. They start climbing up his arms, yeah. climbing up his legs, biting into him. You see Poon kind of looking out over <laughs> the destruction, the destruction. Over his own town, uh, on fire in this great ape, kind of being covered uh, in hundreds and hundreds mm-hmm. of these fetuses, mm-hmm. kind of uh, writhing about. And Poon kind of looks up into the cameras. Uh, he makes eye contact with you guys and he goes, All right. Uh, so, where's the next adventure? Get up here, you little rascal. <laughs> that guy hasn't been the same since that robot sucked him off. <laughs> um, and yeah, so it looks like uh, y'all saved the day. You rid the community of the Red Riders. Yeah, we did those that. Those dastardly Red Riders. Uh, we saved them. You also freed the Great Protector. Mm-hmm. Uh, who right. is clearly able to uh, watch over the land? Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and yeah, you guys kind of, uh, kind of the 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 bay doors close. Uh, Poon makes his way back up to the command deck, and y'all are kind of floating out into space onto your next adventure. It's like last moment on the bridge. Yeah, and and this is kind of your last moment. Everything's kind of come to a close. So I'm gonna settle into my captain's chair. Uh, Washburn's at the helm. Where's Gooch at? Uh, Gooch is, is looking at a, a toolbox, and he picks up a screwdriver and goes, What the fuck is this? <laughs> well, crew, mission accomplished, I'd say. And we're on our way home. Yes. You better be glad about it, because Debbie is missing you. Who? Your Debbie. wife, <laughs> Debbie. Oh, right. Wow. My sister? Your sister. Twist. Oh, whoa. <clears throat> well, it'll be great to see her again and my five fathers, and we'll, we'll, we'll just have to introduce everybody to Gooch. Speaking of love, uh, Kyle <gasps> and Washburn, oh. is there, there any updates there? Kyle, I just, like, I... Yes? What is it? I couldn't believe your bravery, your spirit out there. Oh, that? In, in the fighting pit with the great ape. It was nothing. It was nothing. <laughs> it was truly an inspiration. What, what are you saying? I guess, Kyle, what I'm trying to say is, would you want to be my boyfriend? Ooh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> this is awkward. Ah, how do I... Oh, boy. Oh, boy. How do I say this? Uh... I've kind of been cheating on you with Poon this whole time. So, ah, I'm going to pass Jesus. on that. Uh, you look over at Poon and he's like actively not making eye contact yeah. with Washburn. So, I guess you should just uh, fly us out of here. I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Is uh, you, you're great. I think you're super cool. You're really neat. 
Um, I'm gonna go over here, and uh, yeah, I'll I'll see you in the I'll see you around. I'll see you in the mess hall. I look at Poon, who's like yeah, avoiding my eye gaze, and I say, "I will live to not regret every kill." <laughs> so uh, Washburn, I guess, kind of turns back <clears throat> to the helm. Gooch and Kyle kind of take their seats, uh, and right next to Ort, Poon kind of saddles up in a seat. And he kind of grabs these two straps and he looks at him and he kind of shakes his head and drops them down. You're going to want to <laughs> buckle up, Poon. It's going to be a bumpy ride where we're going. No overrides, Washburn. <laughs> <laughs> and pew, they blast away into space for another adventure where they are 100% definitely the heroes. Thank you, everyone, for watching this season of Must Be Dice. Thank you, players. Um, Thank you, John. It was so much fun. I had no idea where it was going, and it went many places that I think none of us knew it was going to go, but uh, I think it was a fun It ride. was me, Jacob, the whole oh time. Oh my God! What? Another twist. That's crazy. <laughs> Your wife, Debbie's gonna be cr- upset. Oh, that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Come right. gonna, how many cigarettes did you get through? through the, the Not enough. Fade. The whole pack? Oh, I, I had to open like a second pack. <laughs> what? I, yeah, I, and I had to drink, I drank this whole flask full of whiskey too. Wait, there was real whiskey it in It smells like whiskey time? and tobacco over here. a little bit. Uh, that explains a lot. Yep. Um, all right, yeah. Thank you, everyone, for watching, and we will see you next season. <gasps> yep, nub. Barbie's on the run, accused of killing her new boyfriend, Kenneth, in cold blood. Now, her two best friends, Georgette and Candy, have to catch the real killer and clear Barbie's name before it's too late. It is time for dolls, drama, and death in our new parody TTRPG series, Barbie Didn't Do It. Barbie Didn't Do It premieres June 27th, so subscribe to the Must Be Dice podcast feed to listen or watch the full video versions on youtube.com slash at funhouse2. 